Good afternoon. It is episode 32, Express Yourself. I want to appreciate everybody still listening in, still hearing me blabber. I know I've waited a long time to get this episode out, but this is the draft day episode. A lot of draft talk. I, I just want to just react to mock drafts and all of that. And, and of course, you know, I got to get to my NBA and baseball talk. Sorry, I'm going to be burping a lot on the airwaves. Sorry. No, that's not the professional thing to do, but I drink Verner's a lot and that's what's going to happen. Verner's is the ultimate beverage to make you burp, but it is draft day and I am excited. I am recording this on Thursday, Thursday afternoon before the draft. So if you do listen in after, well, let's say after the first round of this draft, then uh, you'll at least have an idea of what I'm saying, how do I feel and blah, 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 blah. But with this being uh, wedding week. Uh, I do get married on Saturday. So um, I definitely try to get this out here before the draft has started uh, because this is an exciting day. Today is also rehearsal day for me for the wedding rehearsal. So, hey, it's going to be fun. Um, and reactions do not appear until after the honeymoon unless something else happens. But that's 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 gonna be my general reaction, and I will be listening to a lot of people's reactions why I am on this honeymoon, uh, while we are on the honeymoon, and um, I, I I'm just so excited today, and you know everybody's been asking me, and I'm gonna get more questions about the Lions, and and people are gonna ask me about the Lions anyway. People like to ask me who they pick, who is this guy? I know you watch college football, in which I do, and. Uh, you know, I let them know, like, this person could be good if he does this, do that, or it's probably not going to be good, or I'm not understanding. <laughs> Every year, it's always something with the NFL draft that I do not agree with. And I think this is the year that might kind of change. You know, I'm sure a team is going to do something outrageous, but um, for the most part, I think this is going to be one of those drafts where I do agree uh, with teams making the right moves. This is very good players. Uh, deep players. I had a talk with my brother last night, and we did come to the assumption: yes, these are great players. You know, he's a college football maniac as well. So, you know, he knows this stuff. So he he's like, yeah, I'm excited. I just don't know what the Lions are gonna do, and I'll go through the scenario there. But uh, I just want to, uh, you know, I like to open the show with just non sports related things. Um, I just want to shout out my family. From both sides, from my side and my wife to be's side, just a great. It was a great bridal shower. I did make my appearance a little late, um, but it was great. It was beautiful, nice setup. We had it outside. Uh, it was it was a little windy, but then it warmed up at once it started. Sun started coming out, and uh, when I got there, it was just nice, beautiful weather. Um, and uh, I'm glad that my wife to be had a great time. I just wanted to give them a shout out. Um, for coming and just for the gifts, you know, it could have been uh, bigger and better, but with COVID, we can't have it bigger and better. And as, and just like the wedding, um, you know, we, we, we supposed to have it bigger and better. We, we had to break the, break the number down big time, uh, from our projections. Uh, we had it where everybody would come and it was just going to be great. And I mean, I'm telling you, it, it was awesome, but you know, uh, definitely going to uh, 
Uh, enjoy this weekend. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. Next time I get on the airways, I will talk about it. Um, it's it's going to be a fun field. Packed Saturday. It's been uh, hectic uh, this whole week doing everything we need to do, making sure everything is situated the way we want it to be. I got to get my tux tomorrow. We could have got it today, uh, but I had to change something in which it will not be ready till tomorrow. So whatever they change, I'm, this is it. And we'll get it going, and then Saturday, we're good to go, and we got to figure out timing and all of that. So, I mean, this is a lot of work. You know, uh, the bride definitely has most of the work, hair, nails. You know, we really just need to get our tux uh, and our hair cut and whatever else accessories that we think we would need, uh, we will go forth. And um, it, it, it's going to be... Like I said, it's going to be great. Saturday, I cannot wait for uh, after I do. I mean, we're going to Fishbones. We got a room to ourselves, you know, to the family. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Um, and then Sunday, we, we just fumbling around trying to see what we're going to do. Um, our trip could be Miami. We've seen some cheap tickets, and we hope that we'll be able to get some. Uh but we'll see. We said we'll, we'll 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 see. You know, COVID. We didn't want to force it out there, force to leave. But you know, we'll see. I know she's on vacation, so that that's that's that. You know, and um, you know, I can go on vacation whenever at the moment, and and uh, definitely, definitely is going to enjoy this whole moment being married. You know, uh, it's always good and the bad. We stay strong. We know this. And we got to continue to pray, pray for each other. And, you know, we are one and it's going to be great. Uh, we are a good team. I know that we have done a lot of things as a team and have not had problems. And that's the good thing. And, and that's just encouraging to those that are planning on getting married and those that are married uh, just to stay as one. I know a lot of married people now and. We're all grown up. We never thought that we would all grow up to get married. We thought we would just, you know, be out here and just being alone or, or something like that. And, and and all of my guys, we all have significant others, which is good. And uh, half of us will be married. And this could be where the whole crew is married. And that's like a dream come true, true too. It's nothing like it, nothing like family. I love my family, you know, to those that can't make it because of COVID and for those that has to work, you know, we understand. We know that, you know, you got a job to do. We don't want you to take it off, um, you know, far away. And if you could, it'd be great, but, you know, you you don't have to. And, and I just want people to understand that. And for those that I couldn't invite, you know, know that I love you. And it's because of COVID because, you know, I want you there. But we are planning a big party, Uh it's it's gonna be dope, dope party uh, where we be outside and be in the summertime and you know this COVID thing will be put to rest a little bit. I mean COVID's gonna be with us forever probably, but at least it won't be as crazy as it is. And our case is going down here in Michigan now. I've been checking numbers and you know, that's a good thing. So you know the President Biden, he might be right. Fourth of July, we back to normal and you know we good to go and get ready and get ready for football season and. And all that good stuff. So, you know, I just had to rumble about that. And I cannot wait until next episode as we will be reacting to the draft, getting ready. NBA playoffs will be near. I, I think I want to 
get to where the playoffs could be or something like that. And if not, we'd just react or whatever. We, we'd get the whole scheduling going. But just know that Honeymoon is happening next week, and I will not. Will not be on the airwaves um, to discuss. And, of course, the next time you will hear me, WNBA season. So I'm already going to give a shout-out to the mothers because I will be on after Mother's Day. Big shout-out to the moms out there. Uh, you guys do great things, and it's going to be fun field. Uh, month of May starts off with the wedding, summertime, all of that. So uh, just uh, positivity here. And sorry I wanted to ramble about that, but that's what I wanted to do. All right, it's draft day. I'm literally, this is, this is what this show is. And I, I just want to react to... To a mock draft, and that's what I want to do this year. Daniel Jeremiah has his own mock draft, and I will I will present to you what I think should happen. Uh, but of course, you know, you look at these, you look at good good possibilities, and and you and you pulling for this. Okay, we know number one, Jacksonville's gonna get Trevor Lawrence. We we know that ever since he took the head coach job January, we knew he was gonna be the pick. So we know he's going to be number one. He knows it. Number two, everybody sends Zach Wilson. Why not? You look at, uh, you know, situations. You look at what teams need. Jets need a quarterback. You got the Jags. They need a quarterback. There you go. Zach Wilson, best available quarterback unless things just change. And he goes number one, Zach Wilson. And Trevor Lawrence goes to the the Jets. And, And then we get to the next team. You look at the 49ers, yeah, they need a quarterback. They're going to take a quarterback. But see, the thing is, what quarterback should they take? You you know, that's the big question. Uh, because, you know, I honestly feel like they need to go. Uh, I don't think they need Mac Jones. That That's the thing. Like, I have an issue. With them drafting Mac Jones, I think they should go in opposite direction. Um, I really think uh, Justin Fields should get the call. Like, that's just me. People got Mac Jones. Uh, I know Mac Jones' accuracy is crazy. Got good uh, decision-making skills. Uh, they could get Trey Lance. I mean, they're going to get a quarterback. But, see, this is where I don't know what quarterback they will get. And we will have to figure this out. Now, fourth pick, uh, he has Kyle Pitts. I think that's a good first pick for the Falcons. You know, people are like, okay, they should get a quarterback. Uh, But sorry, they need to address tight end. And you have this guy in his spot. I I mean, you you get Pitts because it's like, okay, I know you don't get a tight end top 10 picks. I talked about this last year, the NFL draft. To a lot of people, uh, or really two years ago when the Lions drafted T.J. Hawkinson, talked about it. I said, "Well, look, I don't know if they should. No, no, da da da." It's looking like it's going to work out. T.J. Hawkinson, decent second year in the league. So, you know, let's see. But Kyle Pitts is tr- truly a remarkable, and you, you, 
you already got Calvin Ridley. You got Russell Gage. You got some young guys on the Falcons receiving core. If you don't, if you don't keep Julio Jones, and you got Kyle Pitts, the offense is gonna look even better. They they look good on paper, but it's just up to them to go out on the field and perform. Now here comes the Bengals. Yeah, they need a receiver or a tackle. You know, and they're either gonna get Jamar Chase or Panay Sewell, and either one will be great. Uh, because you got to get OT. Uh, OTs will probably be taking a lot in this first round where, yeah, teams like the Bengals, seems like the Lions need to do this. And here's the Dolphins, number six. He has Jamar Chase. Now, the Dolphins got their pick from the Eagles. Uh, the Dolphins, they, they pretty much need a wide receiver. You know, they need some wide receiver help, so... If he falls in their lap, okay. Uh, but Pitts and Chase, one of them two might be there for him. You know, because, I mean, if Pitts don't go to uh, Atlanta, then it's like, okay, maybe he'll drop to the Dolphins, you know. But they're going to get a receiver. I think they should get a receiver, but they're going to eventually get a receiver. So they still got plenty of picks, and they could find a receiver. But if Jamar Chase is there, they would take him. But... They would love the fact that Jamar Chase is there, which he could possibly be. But the only team really that's going to make a run at him is the Bengals. So they just have to hope that the Bengals just takes Panasul and that's that. Now, in the number seven pick, they do he does have the Lions and the Broncos making a trade because the Broncos are like, okay, we could still get a quarterback, you know, uh, even after the trade of, of, uh, of Teddy Bridgewater. And, you know, they need a linebacker, they need a corner, and, and they can really just be out there to get, you know, uh, Michael Parsons. Maybe he goes there. You know, he don't have them there. But you look at this, they could just try to get a quarterback, and you don't know what the Lions are going to do. Like, they have the leverage, especially if Chase, Sewell, uh, and Pitts is gone. It's like they go quarterback, okay, maybe they will get Justin Fields. I think whoever gets Justin Fields got a steal, and that could be Denver, you know, uh, because they got to look ahead. The Broncos do, and um, they might just get him. I mean, it makes sense. You know, you could get they could get Micah, uh, Michael Parsons, because after that, I think Michael Parsons could fall, but we'll see. Um the, he has the Panthers again, Patrick Sartain, and they need a cornerback. They need an offensive tackle, too. And, you know, I'm not understanding why they wouldn't get Rashawn Slater, which didn't that really put the Lions on edge, in which they didn't get one of the two top tackles in this draft. So, you know, we will, we will see. I mean, this is a tackle deep, like, players will go first round. Like, those tackles will probably go first round then you can't let him slide in the second round. So um, that's where he does have certain. Uh, so according to him, Slater is available for the Lions. I don't think he'll be available. If the Panthers just want to do something, um, then th- that's good. But he has them going there. They add uh, the best defensive player in this class, uh, Dante Jackson. He's going to be free agent uh, next season. So... You know that that just tells you there. And look at the Lions; they got them grabbing. Uh, he ha- he has them grabbing Slater, 
And, yeah, they need a tackle. You know, you would think wide receiver, cornerback is the big thing. But, hey, you get your tackle. You get your tackle now. Like, I think that's what they would need. And I would want them to get that with the seventh pick. That's just me. And not even trade down. You know, hopefully Sewell's there. Sewell's there. They're not trading that pick. They said, okay, we're going to take Sewell. But you, Sewell's only leaving if the uh, Bengals get him. That's it. Like, I would be surprised if anybody else even looks at Sewell, uh, look his way. Uh, but, you know, you need somebody to, to protect Jared Goff. That's pretty much it. Cowboys, J.C. Horn. I think he's one of the best corners in the game. And, um... And that, that's just an interesting pick. You know, the Cowboys, they, they do need a corner. They're going to take a corner. It's Sertain, J.C. Horn. I think that's what they do. Now, if if Pitts somehow falls in their lap, I think they're going to go at Pitts. Uh, but they do need a corner. You know, they, they're they going to try to get the, the top two corners. You know, it's Sertain, Horn. Uh, so... T- t- Dallas is going to be fine if they do that. and I mean, Unless Kyle Pitts is there, then that's where the Cowboys are making a move like that. He has the Patriots making a, a trade uh, to get Trey Lance, trade up to get a quarterback. And this has been speculations going around. But you look at what do the Patriots need? You know, The Patriots, they need a quarterback. So they're probably going to move up, in, in which they can. You know, originally, um, did they even have – Oh yeah, they had the number fifteen. So it's like they they move they move with the Giants. They get Trey Lance. Uh, if he does get to that point, uh, in the draft, and teams are gonna look to trade for this spot right here. And the Patriots, they need a quarterback. You know, they they're going to draft a quarterback, and it's just on who. And Trey Lance could fall in their lap, and that could be good for them. Um, and then the Eagles, number twelve pick, getting Devontae Smith. On the Eagles' side, they need a receiver. They need a tight end. Uh, so they're going to need some more weapons. And this is where uh, I know that they had a wide receiver last year. They took a wide receiver. Uh, but Devontae Smith is good, and you got him at number 12. And then that's the number one receiver you can have. The Eagles had troubles with number one receivers for a while. And then that's that's what it is. So then my Chargers, you know, I got to represent my Chargers. I don't have my Chargers hat. don't have nothing going on. I want them to get a tackle, but it looks like those two tackles would be gone. I would want them to get an edge rusher. But, ain't, you know, nobody, you know, appealing my eye. According to Daniel Jeremiah, they got us against Jalen Waddle. Uh, and, and that's just – I can see them just trading down because there's really nothing there unless they get Jalen Phillips. Um, who will be there, but um, he has Jalen Waddle. You know, it would be crazy if we get Jalen Waddle, we got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I mean, you just give him my man's more weapons, but we need a tackle. We, there's no way we're going to get those two guys, um, Slater or Sewell, unless Jamar Chase. If Jamar Chase goes um, to the Bengals, then there's a chance my Chargers get us a tackle. That's all I really want. For them to do because I mean defense still there, yeah, of course. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, Jalen Phillips, that's what he has. Uh, and, and we look at the Vikings, yeah, they need uh, somebody on the inside, an offensive line, need an edge rusher. They just need an old line and just get an impact edge rusher. And I think this would be good. You know, he's the most talented edge rusher in this class. You know, they was twenty eighth in Vikings twenty eighth in sacks last year, 
and, and they would be more productive anyway. You know, Daniel Hunter was hurt. So, you know, you add Jalen Phillips was pretty good. Minnesota would be back, and it'd be fun. You, you know, we watch Minnesota twice a year because of their playing the Lions. But, well, me personally don't. But, uh, you know, I watch every team every Sunday. Uh, the Giants, Micah Parsons, this is the pick he has. Now, the Giants is in an interesting spot. I mean, they can get a linebacker, they get a receiver. They're pretty much going to take either one of those. If Phillips do land in their lap, they'll take him. Micah Parsons could just land in their lap. Um uh, Dave uh, Gettleman, you know, we'll see what he does. He needs to make some moves. Uh, they've added some nice pieces up front in, in that cornerback uh, in this past off in the past off seasons. You know, you got Michael Parsons, big time difference maker, uh, and, and this team was playing good defense anyway. So if they did make that trade, they get him. But they do have the eleventh pick. But this is just according to. Uh, our good friend, Daniel Jeremiah, NFL.com. So, uh, 16, Zevin Collins is what he has. From Tulsa, a linebacker. And, and this is for the Cardinals. Now, the Cardinals, they need linebackers too. They might draft a corner. You know, they can get a receiver later. You know, and it's not a bad pick. You know, they don't have a third or fourth round. Uh, they might trade down. Uh, and try to get something going because they don't have a third and a fourth rounder. But they could get Zavin Collins. Um, he's he's a big time hybrid. You got him with Isaiah Simmons, and, and, and there you go. You're gonna have two Isaiah Simmons out there, and the defense will be looking pretty good. And they're gonna need that. Linebackers are important too. You know, on top of the edge rushers and everything. So there's the uh, the Raiders' seventeenth uh, pick. He has them getting Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. Now, what do the Raiders need? They do need a D line. They can use a tackle. Um, but it, it just with recording his picks, I mean, they're losing some guys, uh, but they're, they're trying to get the O line together, which is still good. And, and you got uh, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker out there, and you you're really gonna help your your case if you're this team. If you're the Raiders, yeah, they're they're getting they're protecting the line and doing things, and they they've had interesting drafts the last three years. Uh, Miami Dolphins, Quiddy Pay, they got another pick, you know. Uh, they they're they're trying to get their defense to be one of the best, in which it was last year. It was really really good, and they're getting Quiddy Pay from Michigan. Um, and, and like I said earlier, they needed a wide receiver, and, and they're just gonna they're gonna address wide receiver first because they know that's what they need, and they just grab another wide receiver. You know, next picks, and this is what I love about this Dolphins team. They're doing it in the draft. They 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 were there. They were right there for the playoffs, and they'd probably be there this year. You know, they're going to be just fine. Just keep their picks. Don't trade them away. Get these young guys, and this team is going to be cooking. Washington football team. They need some. Uh, they need an offensive line. You know, they they traded for Eric Flowers. Um, but you know, Ron Rivera loves to get some very good linebackers. And that's why he has Jeremiah. Wusu Karamoa from Notre Dame, and this would be a good pick for them. You know, the football team, um, you know, really, they need a linebacker. They need a tackle. I mean, those are the two needs, I would say. And and this linebacker, athletic enough, he's intelligent. He has a lot of speed. This will help this, this defense that's already good in the front. You add him, they're going to be even better. You know they're going to need some old linemen. 
Let's see what they do going forward. And now let's move on to the Bears. Greg Newsom, this 20th pick from Northwestern. Greg Newsom, I've had uh, the luxury of watching him. They do need a cornerback, you know, and they probably get a, a quarterback, probably get a tackle sometime. But, you know, you get him, you get somebody uh, to, to, to fill the void. You know, they, I told you they need off, off offensive linemen. Um but Greg Newsom's pretty good. This, like I said, this is very deep in receivers and corners, and you can see a, a, a good slay of them going. Twenty first pick, Joe Tryon from Washington. Uh, the Colts could trade down too um, before getting O lineman or edge rusher because uh, I think that's just pretty much what they would need: uh, a corner, uh, offensive tackle, wide receiver. You always could use some wide receiver help. Uh, and then they, they get an edge rusher, you know, he has all the traits that teams are looking for in the edge defender. And, and, and this is where the Colts could, you know, use something. They, ha- they have a very good defense. You know, they just need some cornerback help. And if these guys just go, if Greg Newsom go, all these guys, like he says, then okay, yeah, get them. You know, I will be offensive lineman, but all those guys are gone. The Titans. Elijah Moore from Mississippi. Oh, Miss. You know, you look at the Titans. They need a corner. They need a receiver. Oh, uh, offensive tackle. You know, like I said, they need a corner. They lost, uh, but they did lose Corey Davis, John o. Smith this offseason. They need another weapon. Um, Elijah Moore, A.J. Brown, they'll be together again. You know, uh, so, you know, A.J. Brown's the old Miss star. Elijah Moore, old Miss star. And they're going to be together. And that'll be good. You know, I really do like Elijah Moore. Uh, the Jets possibly getting at TN, um, but I heard it could be the Jags. But the Jets, they definitely need some running back help. You know, they just need to just get players. They get their quarterback. That's all they need. They get some players after that. And Travis Etienne could be good. And then they could go either way. They can trade up to get an old lineman or trade down for a cornerback. You know, if they if they there, they got Etienne and – you know, the, the Jets players always play hard. They could get Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State, which he does have next with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you know, we, we, we look at the Steelers. What do the Steelers need? A cornerback, need a tackle. They need a line, and they need a running back. So that's where ATN could go here if ATN don't get drafted there in the spot of the Jets. Or he go Najee Harris. You know, but they, they're trying to get – that front five together before finding a running back to help with this offense. But as you look at the 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 the, the running back situation here, uh, that's in this draft. You know we've talked about Etienne. You know we talk about Miss um, Najee Harris, and and the best running back is probably Javante Williams. You know, 76 broken tackles. I mean, he's not even 21, and he could be doing big-time things. So, Michael Carter's up there. Uh, he did very good for UNC. Uh, Khalil Herbert, uh, Trey Sermon, you know, I watch him. He's solid uh, back, you know, Ohio State. Um, Chris Evans, you know, up on the board. It's not the best uh, running back board. So, if you need a running back, you get one now and try to hurry up. But Javante Williams would be that pick. He would be so huge for anybody. And 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 it's not looking like he is here. So he could be a still in that second round. Cause right now, 
Our good friend NFL.com don't have them going here, but moving on to Jags. And, and this is what I mean. The Jags can go ahead and get Travis Etienne if the Jets don't get him. they probably go online and try to get Tevin Jenkins. Like I said, the tackles are going to go at the end of this draft. The Steelers can get Tevin Jenkins. You know, the Jacksonville Christian Derisaw, that's what he has. The teams that need some O-linemen, there they go. And then you got Green Bay. They need an O-lineman. Uh, they're hoping Elijah Moore can, can go to them. Uh, but, you know, it probably won't happen. Sante Samuel Jr. to the Bills. Uh, but let me, let, me go, let me go back in order because I'm having fun looking at this right now. Christian Derisaw for Jacksonville. They need a tackle. They're going to get a tackle next pick. Whoever's available, they're grabbing them. Jacksonville's going to have a great, 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 great time there. It's Cam Robinson. He got the franchise tag, you know, and you got Derrick Shaw could be a left tackle of the future or even uh, right now, you know, and it definitely could free up to trade Cam Robinson if things work out. So, you know, we'll see. And on the Browns, Jamin Davis from Kentucky. Uh, they just need more speed and athleticism at the linebacker position. And that, that is true. That's what the Browns need. And, you know, they can address D-linemen, the edge rush or whatever, uh, wide receiver, cornerback. So, I mean, they do have it where they can get Jason away from, from Penn State. They can get Tyson Campbell if he's still available. Asante Samuel. They can do these things. Um, and, you know, I mean, Davis will be ready to go. The Browns is already a fun team to watch, and they'll probably be good again. Jason Oway, the Ravens, number 27 pick, edge rusher, crazy athlete. Uh, Don Wing Martindale, the D.C. of the Ravens. He does it. He does well for finding very good uh, matchups for his players. You know, he wasn't productive last season, so he could drop, but... You know, this is what the Ravens got to do. They got to get an edge rusher, a tackle, safety, another receiver, whatever. And I think this is good for them. Tyson Campbell for the Saints. They need somebody at corner. Campbell is raw, which is why I probably go Asante Samuel Jr. if these guys are going. I'm just feeding off of him, like I said. You look at the Saints, they do need a corner. Corner, big time. Big time, big time. Uh, Tyson's very physical, and, and that's what you like. So when you watch the draft tonight, you will see uh, see his highlights. You're going to see how physical he is and all that good stuff. 29th pick, Green Bay Packers, Dylan Redunds, North Dakota State. Um, he's very similar to Bakhtiari, you know, size and athletic. You know, so, you know, this would be good. This is something that I can see the Packers do. The Bills, he has a side to Samuel Jr., um, 16 INTs with the Eagles from 2009-2010, which is, was his dad, the most in the NFL in the span. Uh, and it was Sean McDermott being the D.C. over there. So I don't see why not. Uh, when you look at the Bills, they do need a corner. They need a running back. So well, like I said, we'll see how it goes. And they could just address running back here. And third first pick, Liam Eichenberg uh, from Notre Dame. They need a right tackle to replace Orlando Brown. You know, he'd be Ronnie Stanley, uh, give Baltimore some Notre Dame uh, linemen there in which they do need the, the uh, in the last pick, the Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, Jill Bernard, Fournette, and Ronald Jones are supposed to be free agents after next season. 
uh, the season coming up. So they say, hey, Najee Harris, here you go. But I don't think they need to go there. They could just get a, a receiver or they could go uh, They could go edge rush, whatever the case is. Uh, just some names that I did not hear. Um, I'm trying to look here. You know, Christian Barmore, I don't, I don't think I've seen his name on there. But I know he, he's going to be something special. He could be a steal. You got Trevon Morick, TCU. He's got he's one of, he's the best safety in this draft class. Six foot two, two oh two. I mean, he has great size. He's physical for the safety position. So whoever grabbed him would be pretty good. I don't think I've seen Rashad Bateman up there as well, who will also be good. Um just some guys that I'm I'm trying to see if I remember Terrence Marshall. You know, he had just Jefferson roll in the slot. Uh so uh he he looked good. He's not even twenty one years old. But he is pretty good. He could be t- a big time steal in this draft. Um seeing the other names uh that I didn't see. Um Kadarius Tony from Florida, electric. You know, somebody outside of Pitts getting the ball was him. He's raw. He's still raw as a route runner. He is uh, 43 broken tackles with the 120 catches. So he is one of those guys who can make guys miss. And uh, Jabril Cox, um, one of the best coverage linebackers in this draft. And probably one of the best in the draft. He is really good. Um his coverage grades is really good. I remember uh, watching him. So um, that's one of the guys. I'm trying to see any other names. I know outside Javante Williams is going to be a big time still. I'm I'm just letting everybody know that. Um, then Robinson could be big time. Uh, Andre Cisco. I remember him made some big time plays. Um, he did tear his ACL. Uh, so his stock did take a big hit because he was supposed to be even higher than this, you know, and I didn't even call his name. Kyle Trask, I don't know what he's going to be like. I don't really like him, but 41 big-time throws, he led the country. So that's something to look at too. You know, in, in the draft is tonight, I believe it's at 8 o'clock. This is going to be a very exciting draft because I don't know what's going to happen. The names isn't as big, you know, but this is good talent. Like, there's not big names, but there's a lot of good talent in this draft. It's deep wide receiver, cornerback. And that's why I want people to get corner, uh, get wide receivers and corners in the second round, maybe. You know, address the big need. You can get a receiver, corner. You know, address that big need right now, first round. That's all I want. I don't want nobody to do nothing crazy. I don't think people could do something crazy but draft Kyle Trask. And they had to see something of him that none of us see, which is a lot. Well, the NBA, the season's almost over with. LeBron should be back probably, definitely, before I get back on. Uh, but, you know, we've seen the Lakers play the Wizards. You know, Bradley Bill, Russell Westbrook did their thing. Russ is just unbelievable. And the Wizards are now in the play-in game. You know, and that that's the team that I wanted to get in the play-in game. And, and it's because of Russ. And I tell you, this team... They look better now with Russ. Russ is getting his feet wet now, 
and it's looking like they're going to be in the play-in. Because you look at Chicago, they're not going to be in. They're, they're garbage. Toronto, I would hope, but, you know, we'll see. And that's pretty much it. Cleveland ain't making it. Magic is so bad. And we already know the Pistons are bad. So, Wizards, possible playing game. They can just move all the way up and be eight. They could, they have the leverage to just get into the sixth spot. Even though I think Boston, they, they've been playing pretty well of late. But Wizards have been playing like one of the hottest teams in the East, them and the Knicks. And the Knicks right now have the four seed. And it'll be good to see them have a home playoff series. Really good. I didn't expect them to be in the playoff. But when you got playing, you probably can put them up there. But I said, look, the Knicks is going to be a fun team to watch, young team, and look at them. Very good at home. That's going to be the advantage they would have. They keep that home, they would be good to go where they could possibly get a playoff series win. You heard me, win. But the struggle, what's going on with the Lakers? I know there's no Brian. They're two games away from being in a play-in. And anything can happen in the play-in. But when you look at that, it looks like the play-in is going to be all set unless the Pelicans start to figure it out. And it seems like they can't. Because right now, it looks like those 10 teams you see will be the 10 teams you get. That's, that's that. Can't believe the Magic won a game. I know they played the Cavs last night. The Magic had a 23-point lead in the fourth. Looked like Cleveland was going to do it, but the bad third quarter they had, you just really couldn't say anything. And, of course, there was a lot of injuries going on with Cleveland. And, and, and Orlando was able to win. Gary Harris bought out. There you go. The 76ers, they just destroyed them. And it, and it was, well, I mean, they're hurt. No Hunter, no Herder, no Young, no Reddish, no Snell, Badanovich. Yeah, you're not going to beat this team. That was probably an easy bet, and the Philly was nine and a half. You could take them, whatever you want to do. We've seen the Knicks won. Uh, Julius Randle got them. They've won 10 out of 11. The Bulls look real hot. They're playing defense. I've talked about their defense plenty of times. Tom Thibodeau, this is just what he does. This is exactly how he is. Defensive-minded coach, that's how the Knicks get victories. Celtics got a win yesterday. Uh, I mean, uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum was just going off, and, and that's what they need. They need that. And I said, they need to put Neesmith in. You know, a lot of a lot of players are not playing. I don't know what's going on. I didn't see in- injury reports yesterday from the Celtics outside of Kimba. I see a lot of DMPs, coaches' decision, and that's where Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum just took over. And that's what you need. Those two guys take over. This team is getting hot at the right time, the Celtics are. Uh, the Miami Heat got the big win. Spostra got win number 600. Big time milestone for him. Like I said, he's a very good coach, and a lot of people don't believe that. But Jimmy Butler played very good. Bam out of bio, being aggressive, getting the free throw line, making free throws like usual. Uh, and this was one of those nights, okay, it wasn't Duncan Robinson's night. Everybody else stepped up, did their thing. DeJounte Murray, triple-double, by the way. Keep that in mind for you betters out there. And we've seen Portland get a, a huge win. I, you know, I thought this was a big win for them. You know, uh, CJ McCollum, Norman Powell did their thing. You know, Dame need Dame and CJ needs another guy, and this is where Norman Powell steps up. And Melo's been balling too. And Nurkic, you, you get the rest of the guys to do some work. 
you're good. Norman Powell's a baller. He is a champion. He won a championship in Toronto. So you have that there. Have a guy who's won a championship there and that, you know, in the NBA. You have that voice. I know Norman Powell's 27, you know. he. I know he, he's not 30 like Dame, you know. But this is where, like I said, this team could be that team in the Western Conference Finals. But then it's like, okay, they in the play-in, they got to beat, uh, I think they got to play Memphis, which I know they can beat, but it'll be a fun, uh, fun play-in game. Excuse me. Now, when they play Phoenix, that will be tough. But, see, the West is going to be so fun to watch. And, you know, we'll see. Like, how would that go? Or will Phoenix take the number one spot? Utah's number two. Portland gets Utah. We'll see what happens. I mean, this is going to be a fun playoffs. I'm telling you. It really is. Uh, the Pelicans and Nuggets game was big time. I know Jokic got a big time block. He did foul Zion Williamson. It was an epic game, though. Uh, the Nuggets do go 41-21. and 21. Very good game. Jokic bought out Michael Porter came through. Campazzo, it's good to see him getting his thing going, and I really love that kid. Uh, they, they got some talent in Denver. It makes them a little, little tough. Uh, but Utah, 154 points for the Utah Jazz. Crazy, right? They were just knocking down. Shots. They couldn't miss. I mean, threes, they hit 24 of them. They got the free throw line. They were just aggressive. They were the better team. No Harrison Barnes. You know, no Darren Fox. I mean, that helps. That helps in Utah's case. And then if you guys didn't catch the late night, Phoenix did beat them. And Phoenix did clinch their first playoff spot in 11 years. Devin Booker was in middle school. And DeAndre Ayton was 11 years old. Last time the Suns been to the playoffs. And it's the Chris Paul effect. He is in his bag. This will make this team tough to beat. I know I said I like Portland to go to the conference finals. It will be tough if they play Phoenix. I'll be more confident if they get to um, if they get to play uh, Utah. I'll be a little more confident. And, you know, the, the other night, uh, Tuesday night, we seen Portland. They got two good wins. Seen Milwaukee get a good win. They avoid the, the series sweep, though. They, they've had troubles with the Hornets. Uh, but they were able to get it done this time. Uh, Giannis doing his thing. I still do like Milwaukee. You look at the East. They got the three spot. Now, Boston or Miami, that'll be a tough matchup. They want to get on up, let Atlanta drop down. Even though Atlanta's a good team. But Milwaukee will have a three-spot most likely, and the sky's the limit. They got to be in a dogfight with either the 76ers or Nets, which it will probably be the Sixers. And I think they can beat the Sixers in their seven-game series, them being the road team. And I think it's going to be them and the Nets. And this is really on if the Nets can be healthy because – the Knicks ain't going to bow down to them. They're going to lock up, and that could be the second-round matchup. And, you know, that could be tough, a little tougher than people would think. So, yeah, we seen the Nets win the other day. KD had a big-time game. Everybody else just stepped up. And just, you, don't, you see that. The Nets is a very deep team, though. But if they have two of those guys, two of the three, they're going to win it all. That's just the end of that, right? So that's my NBA talk for this show. So you know I got to get into the baseball because I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, 
just want to focus on what happened. You know, I try to focus on what happened the last couple of days or whatever. Uh, the Yankees uh, got a got a good win. You know, shut them out. Clint Frazier got a home run. How about that? First of the year. The Yankees starting to get some wins going. They are down one zip right now. Top of the fourth. Um, not watching. Uh, but uh, I will get to the game. Uh, but they did win seven zip. I, I like what I see from the Yankees now. They're, they're trying to get it going. And like I said, it's a long season. It's not too late. I know Red Sox are doing good. Tampa Bay look like Randy's getting it going. Blue Jays, they're going to be a good team anyway. Uh, so it's, it's like I'm not concerned about my Yankees because they could just get on fire, be one of those teams. Okay, oh, man, they won 20-something straight games. And then we talking about the Yankees. Uh, Twins and the Indians, the Twins have found some offense. Byron Buxton has uh, went on fire against the Indians. And uh, that's good to see. They were just in home runs, Buxton, Donaldson, Jorge, uh, Astudillo, Mitch Garver. I mean, this was home run. This is a home run team, and I'm happy they're starting to get that going, but they got to get it going now because they're 8-15. The Royals switching around 15-8, and eight, and the Royals, they got the good team. Mike Matheny, great manager. So you give a team like that a good start, it's going to be tough, Minnesota. you got to continue winning games. You look at Minnesota's schedule. They got the Royals. Very important series here, which is this weekend. Very important. Can't wait to uh, watch tomorrow. Um, and then Saturday, I will miss because of the wedding. And Sunday, I will be able to make it to watch that game. They got the Rangers after that, too. So you have a good series against the Royals. You get the Rangers. You can beat the Rangers. You can beat the Tigers. Big series against the White Sox. You can really get back into it. And that's why the season is so important. You know, yeah, you get off to a bad start, but you gotta finish strong and keep it going. And I really do like the Twins. I think they're a very good team, and they gotta play up to the potential. Aguilar got his fifth home run in six games. If you haven't been paying attention to the Marlins, he is the guy you pay attention to. Sandy Alcantara finally got his first win. Didn't walk a batter. Zach Godley was terrible. Um, but Jesus Aguilar, he has been somebody to watch. Yeah, the Brewers are fourteen and ten. They do hold top of the uh, NL Central. Well deserved. Cubs is last in that division, but they won't be for long. They'll move up. They'll probably be second, maybe third. I mean, it's, it's too early to really say, uh, but it, it has been happening. Uh, but the Marlins, they look good. The Dodgers, they've been losing lately. Uh, they've lost the last three before they won against the Reds there that game, and Kershaw was finally great. Didn't earn, didn't have an earned run. He is 4-2. He's been in the decision every game this year, so that's good to see that he was able to get this win 4-2. Sonny Gray was great too, but then that's when the uh, bullpen of the uh, Reds couldn't handle them in eighth. And that's where the offense really started taking over. Justin Turner did hit home run on Sonny Gray, despite 11 strikeouts. But you see, Dodgers, they're now 16-9, and nine, tied with the, the Giants. Dodgers got to get ready for the Brewers. They do play tonight. They got a four-game series, got the Cubs, got the Angels. I mean, it's going to be something on their schedule. And they know teams are going to come for them. So they got to get their offense going because uh, they, they've had their struggles. And they got to get it going. The Royals, I talked about them. Jorge Soler got three hits, three RBIs. I mean, the Royals team, this is an offense that I do like. Wait till they get Mondesi back. I cannot wait. 
depth, honestly, is going to make this team even better. Like, it is crazy. This offense is very, very scary, and I do like it. And it's one of those, okay, you don't want to see this team, and guess what? They lead the division. And then you look at their schedule, that Twins, like I said, that Twins game will be important. They got the Indians four-game series. White Sox, they play a lot of division games until May 18th. They get the Brewers for two games. They play the division again. They play the division most of May. So that's where it gets very important for them to win those games if you're the Royals. Just win them. Red Sox, what a game uh, from Nick Pavetta versus Jacob DeGrom. DeGrom gave up the one hit, which is the Christian Vasquez double. And the Mets, they don't look too good right now. They're supposed to be one of the top teams, but, you know, this is what happens. Top teams, they struggle to start. And then here they go. But they are 9-10. and 10. They got the Phillies this weekend to start there. Got the Cardinals after the weekend. You got that. You got a four-game series. You got the Diamondbacks. You can win these games. The Mets will be back at it. They're still a good team, but they're slumping. They're a good team on paper. They got to get the hits going. I don't know. Franklin Lindor, get it going, my man. The Nationals got their revenge. The team that I really do like. The Nationals is a team. That's a scary offense, too. They took care of Steven Matz. Ryan Zimmerman gets a single. Got Josh Harrison. I got a homer. Josh Bell. I mean, you got some guys. It's going to hit. This team, like I said, when they get everybody back, they're going to be good to go. And uh, Trey Turner is just in an unbelievable spot. It's tough to get him out. He doesn't have 300 hitting average, but it's, it's right there. But we know what he's capable of doing. And just the top four guys are doing good. They're waiting on Kyle Schwarber to be somewhat good, who's really bad. And um, Tom Bay got a win yesterday. Uh, Glass now struck out 10. Are you kidding me? Uh, but that's the Rays for you. They're going to play defense, and this is why I need the Yankees to get it going because the Rays are looking like they're trying to get it going. And with the Athletics, they're 15-10. and 10. Remember, they got that hot streak going on. But now they're starting to lose some games. They are 15-10, and 10, but this division will be tight. Them Astros, Angels. Mariners, I'm starting to like the Mariners. I really am. I, I love the offense they present. You know, and they're, they're shaking up some pitching. It was a very good game against the Astros until that eighth inning. So Rafael Montero came in. That was the problem. And they're, they're going to need that. But offensively, I love the offense. You know, I, I like Mitch Hanniger. You know, he's always a favorite. Ty France has been great. You know, we're still looking for Kyle Lewis and White to get it going. Marmalajos, uh, trying to get him going. They're, they're just winning despite some of their guys on offense not being what we present. Like Kyle Lewis, we know he can be good, but he's got to show it. The Padres last night, uh, Manny Machado was very good. They're 14-12. and 12. This is a team that I do respect. Uh, very good offensive team. Uh, they have very good pitching. This is a team that is very aggressive on the base pass, too. They lead the league in stolen bases. Direction profile, got one last night. This team, somebody's going to get a stolen base. You want to bet on somebody to get a stolen base? This is your game right here. And the Rockies and Giants, uh, uh, Talkman got three hits in this game um, in his debut, Mike Talkman. Uh, so that's good to know. Alex Wood, 3-0. He looks good for the Giants. This is probably the best pitching team in the league right now in a they're looking good. They got the Padres. This will be a fun series. Giants can win this. Get the Padres again. They got to beat these Padres. 
you know, at least get, you know, most of the games in. The Giants, it looked like the sky's the limit for them in, in such a year that I thought they would be pretty bad. They went 500 last year, and they happens to be pretty damn solid. And here's Chris Rodriguez. It was great. During the third, shutout innings for him. And the Angels just being the Angels, they're a fun team to watch. You have Shohei Atani, he stays healthy, they're good. The Braves game, they hit five homers in this game. Azuna, Riley, Inoa, Freeman, Albies. If the Braves gets it going, they're going to win this division again. It's going to be a fun division. But uh, they should win it. All five of those teams, when they go against each other, division games, you must watch it. I'm telling you right now. Everybody in that division will be fighting for a playoff spot. Okay, so this is the last time you will hear my voice as a single man. And I am getting married on May 1st, Saturday. I cannot wait. It's going to be great. Um, I'm going to be enjoying myself. Um, I've indicated that the reception, the dinner that we're having after I do's, um, I would like to watch some uh, NBA basketball. So hopefully uh, get some NBA basketball, some some baseball, something. I want to watch something. I'm going to miss some early games. I'm going to miss my Yankees. Um, I'll watch a little bit of Yankees. Uh, I'll probably be watching while I'm waiting for everything to start. Um, or listening to Jim Price, Dan Dickerson, um, the Tigers, doubleheader today, Casey Mize, Carlos Rodon, Matt Boy, Dylan Cease, so... We got four slate of baseball tonight, seven innings worth for both games. Mavericks and Pistons plays tonight um, as well. Uh, Nets and Pacers. NBA is tonight. Uh, we did get, do have some early baseball. Um, I'm going to be watching this Cubs and Braves game, probably be a high-scoring game. I don't like nine and a half for the over-under. I really do not. If it ain't eight to nine, I'm not taking an over. And I would have to really consider taking the over. A lot of hockey on tonight as well as we get the, the playoff push for that going. Um, so, yeah, there we go. And Golden State Timberwolves tonight. Um, I, I'm just really excited for Saturday. And I am. You know, uh, won't be probably focused on a lot of games. I mean, I'll watch the Tigers tomorrow. Um, Kings, Lakers probably. They'll probably be up looking at games tomorrow, getting ready for the wedding. I don't know if I'll be able to sleep. Probably will. I, nothing really keeps me up. If I'm tired, I'm tired. You know, uh, but uh, Sunday, we will enjoy our first day of being married. And I got a big baseball day, so... That's great for me. We got to do some things, get ready, you know, for the honeymoon. By the time we get to our destination, um, we'll be set put. And don't know, I probably won't be watching a lot of sports. I'll try to, but, you know, uh, got some big-time games coming on. And I just wanted to just say, look, you guys got to pay attention to this because I, I, I'm not going to promise you I'm going to watch anything after after Saturday. For that whole week, I probably won't. Uh, so, uh, uh, this will probably be the first time I will be taking a break from sports um, and just enjoying my new wife 
and all of that, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be great, you know, it's, it's just me and her, you know, we're, we're enjoying life, having fun, and, and that's what it's all about. Uh, so I just wanted to end the show with that, let you guys know that um, I will not be doing an episode for next week, a reaction show, the reactions, everything will be following that, getting ready for NBA playoffs, getting ready for WNBA a season to start, Candace Parker. You look great in a Chicago Sky uniform. You look great anyway. Shout out to you, Candace Parker. You're one of the best uh, WNBA players of all time. I love you. Um, and uh, just the rest, the rookies, you know, I'm looking forward to watching you guys. And I know some, some of them uh, have listened in. And I know that. They know that I have a lot of love for the WNBA. They know I got a lot of love for uh, the NCAA uh, women's college basketball. I got I got love for a lot of women's sports, uh, from tennis, from volleyball. I watch the softball. I get really excited. You know, look at you know what I see, and and if you're amazing. I'm gonna watch you. So that that's that, and I can't wait to talk WNBA. You know, I know some of you guys won't care, but I. Do have an audience that does care about WNBA for those that likes to bet. Give you some good betting uh, tips and uh, we'll go from rookie of the year. Maybe it'll be some props for that or championship odds. Uh, what do I look at and all of that as we will be here in May. May, my goodness, May. So enjoy. Please enjoy your weekend. Enjoy next week. And next weekend, enjoy your Mother's Day weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Strong, strong woman. You guys are the best. You are appreciated. Don't take it for granted. And we love all you mothers. So, so stay safe. Treat everybody with respect. I'll holler at y'all as a married man the next time.